Pop-Tart is a thing? That's no. disgusting. Are these, yeah, are these the freaks that use A, a toaster oven, and B, put it on top to, like, brown it or something? No. They fucking, they, they toasted. Like, like how the Pop-Tart can get, I didn't even know. Look, I'm gonna be real with y'all. 27 years of my life, and about fucking half of my, or majority of my adult life of being a chef, and I never knew you could throw a Pop-Tart in the toaster. Mingo? Do we, do we need to talk? I just thought it was like, you know, you, you, you pop these tarts in your mouth. Hello, welcome to the Wee Wee Trash Talk, your number one unranked weekly anime podcast, because I still haven't found the rankings, and I may not go into, because I don't like change, and I don't want to change the intro, after all. That and I also have been playing a game all day, so I'm not really sure where I am. I might change it still. Either way, uh, every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Central Time, we come to you live for our Trash Text and Anime News, host topics that we've been watching right here at twitch.tv slash p. Please remember, we have Amazon Prime, we have Prime Gaming, and one free monthly Twitch sub for any channel. We'd love to be that channel for you, but if not... Ah, I put the fucking in between before I got here, didn't I? Anyway... Uh, I'm your host, Silas P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, El Chefe himself, Mingo of At Cooking with Chefe, on Facebook and... Just Facebook? What's up, babies? Also, you can put a Pop-Tart in the toaster. That's gonna be the bit, right? Most likely. Uh, okay. Alongside the world's number one Mio enthusiast, Gallon of Gallon Zeros on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, what's up? Don't be too nice. That's it. Okay. Simple, simple, simple. Uh, this is episode three on Wednesday... July 14th, 2021, because it's not September. I don't know why I was going to say it's September, but it's not September. Uh, this week, we got a good good show for you. Um, we're going to go ahead and have an update on the MAPA labor um, communications that happened last week. Um, and also talk to you a little bit about a new manga app. It's not that good. Uh, and the possible tax evasion at UFO table. But we'll get to that later. First and foremost, as always, we're going to start with what we've been watching. Uh, Mingo, I believe you wanted to go first? E. All right, babies. So I was able to finish, uh, what is it? I'm being reincarnated as a spider, so what? It, it's it's so I'm a spider, so what? There you go. Fucking long name that I'm never, I'm never going to... I don't even, I don't care about the name. I care about respecting slime, but go on. Okay, well, slime's different, but anywho's in. Um, it was really good. Honestly, a very fun take on the isekai genre. Um, it does follow, like, the the usual standards, but it didn't, like... It, it told its story very differently. And I like that. Biggest fucking issue. And, you know, then I'm about to do the 180, because at first I was like, yeah, the CGI is not bad. You know, the spider was cgi for most of the the series, if not all, the whole series, uh, looked very clean. But we got towards the end, the end of, uh, I believe, season one. And my goodness, it brought me back to the days of 90s CGI. And not the good kind. Not the good kind you have fond memories of. The kind that, like, you saw on a shitty computer game that wasn't really a computer just yet. Reboot was ahead of its time, but go on. Uh, there was literally a scene where it was taking a camera angle going underneath one of the characters like legs and going between the legs and i bullshit you not he didn't have legs 
He ain't got no legs. He's hand down. It was all shadowed out. It was one of it, it's one of those animes that like they tried to mix CGI and traditional animation. They should have picked one or the other. I'm leaning more on towards they should have picked traditional animation. But I digress. Uh, story and everything else was really good. It's just towards the end, uh, the reason why they were delayed was because they were outsourcing their uh, they were outsourcing the CGI. And I hope they get their money back because goddamn, it's horrible. Great story and everything else too. Just that it it just fell apart there. After that, I started showing my brother Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season one. Ah, uh, yes, classic. Ah, uh, kiddos, Chefe loves some good Yuri, but it's not just Yuri. It's a touch of everything. As a note, the trailer we're currently showing is for season two because I know you're getting to that as well. So <laughs> you know me all too well, Carlito, because I could not wait. <laughs> I'll get to that after this. We were able to finish it. He loved it. Loved everything about it. Loved that it was a slice of life without being a slice of life. Quite personally, one of my personal favorite, like, God, one of my personal favorite animes in general. Oh, it's incredible. It's it's fucking amazing and beautiful. I'm so glad that the season two is following almost to the T. The animation is gorgeous. Highly recommend y'all go check it out. It's full of laughs, full of emotions. All the good stuff. It was a good way to wash the taste out of, of watching like the end of Slime. I mean, you not slime. slime. My bad. Okay. <laughs> oh, spider. Slime. The was Defense beautiful. Force has logged on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fucking Spider. Spider's animation was just really bad. But oh man, freaking he he loved everything about it. At first, he thought he wasn't gonna like uh, Fafnir, but he ended up liking him. Just because he became the weeb we all knew we were going to be. Mingo, I got to know, did either of you catch them putting the fighting game input in the, like, in like yes, the scene cut? The, okay, the, good. The, so, so here's a crazier part, and this is what I wanted to get into. Do y'all remember the OP to season one? Actually, it I has do, left for me. Sure. Go, go on. So, in the OP of season one, there's a part where they're all floating up, spinning with a smile and their arms out. I just made the connection that that might be a paranoia agent ref. Possible. And in there, you can actually see the detective from Paranoia Agent in there. Really? Okay, that's incredible. Well, the, and like at first, the detective from Paranoia Agent is very much a a tropey like detective look. Like you take the take, he doesn't have a hat, right? No, he he's the balding one. Uh, yeah, and he just wears like the. The suit and tie. But, like, it's spot on on how they did that look, though. Like, it looks literally just like him. Huh. I'll have to go back and see that, then. Please do, because I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. But, like, yo, it, it is literally... Because the, the whole arms and smiling thing, hmm. you, you know, you can say that's coincidental. You know, like, it's, it's not 100%, but, like, you, you can see it. But when I saw him, I was like, no fucking way. Is there a whole internet thread about the conspiracy between these shows? I don't know, but if there is, then that means the dream is still alive. And Golden Slugger might be somewhere. I don't know if the dream was just a nightmare, but alright, go on. <laughs> hey man, that was, Paranoid Agent was Robin Williams' favorite. I understand that. I really, I liked it too. I have a bag about it and everything. I'm just saying, Little Slugger's not a dream, it's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm Any saying reason. it for a very specific reason. Go on. So I did start season two. The y'all y'all know me. I don't like to watch week to week. Mm-hmm. 
But goddamn, is is Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid that fucking good? And this first episode was just everything I wanted it to be after so long. Yeah, I believe they they also credit the original director in the opening who died in the the fire at Kyoto mm-hmm. Animation in 2019, which is very nice. But well, I think well, it's, I, I, it's also because I believe it was the director actually left them uh, because I guess they, he just really loved working on it. There was actually a yeah. good amount of storyboards left behind and like Jeez. personal man, safekeeping. Wow. That man put in so much work into that show that he was he wanted it. He wanted it to keep going. Well, that's good. Like, it's it's nice to know that that his touch is still on that show because it is going to be a directorial touch that is gravely missed. Mm-hmm. You know, and from here on out. Is, I'm not going to give no spoilers to it, but goddamn do they keep up with that fucking art? Oh yeah, I mean that's that's Kyoen in a nutshell. I've never seen a bad episode of a show they've done. Mm-hmm. And they they are keeping that fire going because goddamn, just the effects from when they use like a beam or anything, and it's just so gorgeous. All the colors, the sparkles. I think to 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 minorly piggyback on this, I believe the first episode was last Wednesday. It came out. Right? Uh, last, last Thursday. Last Thursday. Wow, it was last Thursday. Okay. But it came out last Thursday, and I believe there were also two 30-second commercials for Kyoani that they, yes. like, lovingly animated for themselves about, I I guess, just to be like, yo, we're back. And, like, just those 30-second ads are so full of, like, beauty and emotion. It's like, I, I you know, Dragon Maid airing and them having those commercials out there just really put me in a place in my feels because like after everything that happened with them in in 2019 and then you know i'm sure dealing with the pandemic and stuff like everyone else wasn't easy last year so it's just it's good to know that they're they're back they have a show airing and that they're ready to do more like i don't know like i i can't think of an anime they've made that i didn't like and isn't like somewhere extremely special for me that i've seen there's a couple that i haven't seen but i have all beyond the boundary I believe I've only missed like I'm like a couple episodes off of finishing that, and also I didn't watch um I need to watch Violet Evergarden at some point. Oh my God, Violet Evergarden, Gallant, didn't be real with you. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna give you this heads up. Episode ten is gonna fuck you up. Oh, I'm sure. I've heard that that series is is almost designed to fuck you up. So I'm ready. The best comparison I could make to it is kind of like the emotions you felt in Blood Orphans, but to a singular character. Okay, I'm interested. Yeah, you should honestly go and like my little brother finished it, and he mm-hmm. let me let me tell you about my little brother. Right, he is he is a stone cold bastard. Doesn't doesn't cry much, but goddamn, did this make him cry? And I'll be real with you, I'm a mean motherfucker. I fucking cried. Yeah, but you watch anime to cry, Mingo. I do. I'm a sick fuck, but what are you, you going to do? <laughs> what, are you, what are you going to do but love me? No, I'm, hey, I'm with you. I cry at, like, literally everything, so. Yeah, this is, so think of this. Like, the minute, oh, God, I, I want you to watch it now. And just right when you hit 10, I want you to hit us in the chat just so I could hear the, that's it. I I will send I will send text sniffles. There's no way I'm getting on voice chat just when I'm a fucking wreck. Nah, I want I want all of it. I want I, I want the tears. I want the mocos. I wonder is my is is me playing Final Fantasy 15 still on the internet? I don't believe it is. 
Final Fantasy XV? Yeah. I remember me, I, I streamed the end of that game, and then I <laughs> had to oh, fight it, through the tears to end that stream. The thing about the thing you're missing about that is um, it did not catch you because you didn't have a capture card then, and that thing is cut off. And that scene's cut off. Oh, the the, the one the one after the credits, the campfire. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Screenix was weird back then. Um, they're still weird. Yeah, still weird. I I, I played ten recently, and there was a whole scene that they were like, "You cannot show this to anyone." I was like, "Capture card, assholes." 10-3, anyway, ten three incoming. Sorry, go on, Mingo. Uh, and that that'll do it for this week. Uh, I'm probably gonna start. Uh. What is it? Um, God damn it! I forgot what it. It's uh, it's supposed to be really sad. Uh, so, something eternity. Oh, two year oh, eternity. Yeah, two year eternity. Go. I'm gonna be starting that sometime this week because I I heard it's done. Uh, so thing thing about two year eternity. If you if you uh, also speaking of Kyoani, um, if you have seen a silent voice or have read the manga for a silent voice, two year eternity is the mangaka's uh, work after a silent voice. How many feet? Ooh, so, so that that's gonna smack then. No, no, Carlos, that's that's the director for Kyoani. Oh, okay. And and its legs, yeah. So what you're telling me, Gallon, is I need to call us in chat while going. Yes, I mean I haven't right. seen To Your Eternity, but I have I have heard it does it does its job. Uh, All right, I then. know it's I know it's on um, HBO. It's Max. on a Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll oh, and uh, HBO Max. Also, um, my brother is starting to show me a uh, talk. What is it called? Um, Odd Taxi. Oh yes, yep. another one I need to watch. I want to watch that really, really bad, and just waiting for a dub. Yeah, he, uh, he, cause my my brother that I watch anime with, he is not a fan of overly hyped animes. Like originally, he wasn't thinking he was gonna like um, uh, Demon Slayer because of how hyped it was, but uh, hmm. he ended up, you know, really enjoying it. So like on this one too, you know, he like he heard people hyping it up, so he didn't believe that it was gonna be as good as it was hyped. But uh, he he said he was wrong. So first episode, honestly, <laughs> it's it's pretty wild. Don't um don't underestimate this show. I mean, I've I've heard it. It is it does the things you would expect something with that kind of uh setting and like uh, what do you call it? Back of the book like description think anime, does think of anime bojack horseman but i don't know I, I can't tell you if it's not as depressing yet i mean i've heard it's it i mean what the the description is like whatever dude's like an animal taxi driver or whatever he's and a walrus there you go mm-hmm. and it takes like place mostly at night i was like yeah it's it's a noir mystery what <laughs> like yeah the, that's just the trope like <laughs> i know what's happening here you can't mm-hmm. give me that description and and me not figure it out so yeah, I'm I'm excited to get into that at some point. I want it and I want it now. All right, then we go. If you're all set, we'll get into what I watch. So actually, because we had such a stacked uh news week last week, I foregoed my uh what we've been watching just for the sake of time. But before that, I watched a shit ton of things. So much so that I didn't watch anything this past week as like a series or anything, because I just had that much back there. So the first one we're going to go ahead and cover, this uh, basic, well, okay, so no, the first thing we're going to go ahead and cover is in fact going to be the new Gundam movie on Netflix, Gundam Halfway. 
and uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna keep it really simple on here. If you haven't watched Mosu Gundam and Charge Counterattack, and I believe Gundam Zeta as well, um, you're gonna get lost. This is not a newcomer a movie at all. It doesn't really hold. It doesn't hold your hand at all. Uh, I I will give it credit that even though I had no idea what the hell was going on, it it does have moments of you know kind of being up its own ass in terms of talking about how clever and smart and meaningful it is. But it it makes it very very short. It keeps the progress moving, keeps the plot moving. So even for something that you know uh, relatively, I think it's like not even two hours. So it keeps it um, at a modest length. But still, uh, even with that kept it going, you're still not going to know what the hell's going on unless you've seen the other uh, stuff before it. You, you're just not going to understand what's going on because they don't tell you anything about what's yeah. really, really going on. What you basically have to know is the backdrop would be uh, there is a war between people who went into space and colonies and people who, uh, who were on Earth because the colonies want independence to fight back against the Earth military. They dropped a colony on top of them, killed many people. There was a big one-year war. Uh, the Earth federation won and the colonies otherwise known as zeon lost and so and so many things ensue basically now this is so many years in the future where now effectively on earth because the earth military has still been the predominant force on there uh with the resources on earth being so scarce they're making it so that if you are proven to be a sympathizer or not a natural born earthling they are deporting you into space because they want to keep Earth for themselves. Basically, the powerful. Um, that's basically the premise of this because they, they don't really actually stop to tell you. It just kind of understands what's happening. But yeah, it's a, it's an issue where the group that is you know the terrorist group in this uh, this movie is the freedom fighters trying to convince people to just leave Earth as a whole because Earth needs to heal. It cannot sustain a population at all. Really, so it's a kind of a whole lot of that. But. Uh, like I said, if you haven't seen the other ones, you're not going to be able to follow it. But it is very pretty. It's insanely pretty and gorgeous, well animated, and keeps moving. So even though, like I said, I had no idea what the fuck was going on necessarily. But unlike things like where Godzilla was a situation of I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I wasn't enjoying myself. I was still enjoying myself here. So I don't regret watching it. But I, yeah, I had to look all that shit up afterwards because I had no idea what the fuck I just watched. So that was one thing. After that, this is an anime. But it's anime as fuck, so we're still going to talk about it regardless. I watched the Dynasty Warriors movie on Netflix. And let me tell y'all, this is amazing at the beginning. And about, so yeah, I would say three-fourths. So the beginning, the first, the first fourth, and then the second half are pretty good. But otherwise, there's this whole, like, part after the beginning where they are talking about Sao Sao and they, they're trying really hard to tell a story there and it's not good. And this this is amazing. This is this is Dynasty Wars. Not not Romans and Three Kingdoms. This is Dynasty Wars as in based on the video game Dynasty Wars. That was the actual theme. So it all has has the crazy ass action, has the special effects, the wonky ass character, things of that nature. And it, it's so cool when it's not trying. And then it tries at certain points, and it's fucking um, irritating and boring as hell. But then it goes back to not trying anymore. Uh, and that is awesome. So if you want to have fun, be aware that you want a good connection, because you're probably going to want to... Believe me, when you get bored, just hit the fast-forward button. It, it doesn't get better. It, 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 you just have to get the next part that actually is fun. 
So just get you through that. But no, it, it was cool. It was cool. I'd hope to see more. Just for the sake of, I want more characters in there. I want more crazy action. I want them to never try again. And it does set up for the point of basically, or maybe in the next movie, if there is a next movie, it will be the actual three kingdoms fighting each other. This time, they basically made a whole movie around the first two levels of the Alturban army. Is like you open up on that, and then the, they made the whole movie about fighting uh, Blue Boo. Because why wouldn't they? Obviously. After that. Wait, question real quick, Carlito. What's up? Did you ever check out a uh, Records of Ragnarok? No, I have not yet. All right, let me know when you do and see if Lubu matches up with the Dynasty Warriors one. Like, I know he's hella exaggerated in the Records of Ragnarok, but I wanted to see some uh, some sort of, like, uh, connection. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Absolutely. And then next up, I ended up watching because I wasn't sure I was going to do it or not because I didn't realize it was a half season until it was already too late. I was already got the first episode of the way. But I went back and watched the first half of the, I believe, fourth season of uh, Seven Deadly Sins. The first half of the fourth season, yeah. It's the final season of it on Netflix. And I went back to watch it. And, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I never noticed the whole controversy of poor animation until you said something about it a few weeks ago, Mingo. And now that I do, I'm aware of it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. I got to be just full disclosure, even with knowing about it, I don't care. Like, it's, there's just something about Seven Deadly Sins. It's a really, uh, I know people want like to argue about the use of this word, but it's a unique story, in my opinion, with very, you know, out there characters. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them memorable at all, but the, the story is just so different in the way that it looks it's not this typical you know uh art style for an anime and the story just really just keeps growing and and getting bigger and bigger with more things going on they keep making the threats like grow to be something actually worth conquering and fighting things of that nature and it's just i don't know it's, it's a weird thing where i'm never bored so even when yeah now that i know about it i can tell yeah and some animation is very is absolutely bad or just you know they use tricks to not have to animate things and okay, that, that's fair, absolutely. But dude, it's it's so fucking cool. It's such classic like Saturday morning superhero type bullshit in anime, where it's like the special moves, the big uh, effects and whatnot. So it, it's I don't know. Like I I still enjoy. It. I still do enjoy. It. I I love Seven Deadly Sins so much. I know apparently I had no idea people were like trashing on it so badly. But personal opinion, if you can just like sit back and enjoy a fun story. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Also, it has some great fucking songs in it. Absolutely great fucking songs. Yeah, see, that's the... Um, I, I think that's one of those arguments that, like... Because, yeah, people people did shit on it, and that's what made me, like, check it out, and I was like... It's bad animation. And bad animation can, you know, turn away some people. I won't say it's a total killer, because mm-hmm. I still greatly enjoyed uh, the Spider anime. You know, like, I, I... You know, from start to finish... I enjoyed it. it. Like I said, you know, like you said, the story, I liked how unique it was to an isekai. You know, it didn't follow the the usual shticks of isekai, other than, you know, the initial how they got there, you know. But I just don't, you know, sometimes it just breaks, you know, it can either kill it for you or it won't. And I'm glad it didn't kill it for you, Carlito. Like, you don't, you know, this is the don't, sometimes you, how can you put this? Uh, we all like something that's kind of bad, you know what I mean? I was just saying, like, I'm, it's just a matter of, like, I'm not there for the animation. Like, yeah. I finally realized, like, they don't really 
I guess I doesn't realize that they're not really fighting. Like, they're using special moves. Like they're straight up using special moves. Like they're not really like hand to hand combat fighting at all. Like there is definitely an there's absolutely a moment in this season where it's two characters going at each other. Like oh, we're gonna use our swords so fucking fast and. It's literally the two characters standing and their arms disappear and they have like the, oh, they're so fast you can't see their arms, but their bodies are standing completely still. And you just see like the sword clashing animations all, all around them and it looks fucking ridiculous. But I was like, okay, yeah, I was like, now, now I see it. But that was like more like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. But there's just so much going on that I can't stop to care about the animation. See, and like, that's how I kind of felt about uh, records of Ragnarok. People were mm-hmm. shitting on the, um, the Zeus and a, and a, an Adam. Adam fight. And honestly, my argument to that was: if you could, if you genuinely enjoyed '90s DBZ, you shouldn't have a problem with fucking that fight. Yeah, because yeah, if absolutely. we're being real, the fight scenes back then were literally just flashes. They yeah. saved so much money on that shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I said, so, it's very classic uh, Saturday morning cartoonish type things. So, like, if you can't tell, I progressed a bit. I'm not so fo- solely focused on, you know, anim. I feel to me, animation should be a big part of enjoying an anime, because it's like, why would you read a book with a shitty story? But at the same time, it shouldn't be the thing that'll kill your uh, your viewer experience. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, like the special moves are still cool special moves. Like, the Kamehameha wave doesn't actually look all that great unless it's, like, that one scene in Cooler, uh, or Revenge of Cooler, where he, like, goes into the Kamehameha, comes up, and this bops Goku right in the goddamn face. Otherwise, the Kamehameha wave looks the same, like, 90% of the time. And that's kind of just what it is, the Seven Daily Sins. Like, the special moves are just the special moves. They're not trying to be impressive. They're just trying to, you know, be, uh overpowered as fucking just keep the fight going like so that that's fine of me but i i enjoyed it it does even at a half season the halfway mark is very much a, okay we're done with the story for right now and i was gonna give it shit for the fact like man typical netflix what the fuck is this shit i'm so mad that we have i have to still wait for the second half of this and then there's gonna be a sequel movie as well but no i just saw one of the voice actors who responded to her questions like why isn't it the full season and it's like covid we're still working on it we'll have it as soon as we can and like so yeah it, it was the because seven at least typically launches with the entire season this time the reason for the half season it isn't pre- pre-planned they just they were still working on it like it's just a after effect of covid you couldn't see them changing up the last season you just want to get people their thing and get out right mm-hmm. like so yeah that makes sense covid affected everything and it's still affecting everything so mm-hmm. absolutely well, we're not back to we're not back to normal yet wear your mask kids Absolutely, absolutely. Not. Fuck, uh, fuck anime Matsuri. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then a surprise one. This happened like literally last minute yesterday. So uh, oh no, yeah. just I missed out because yeah, I I didn't even like I I had to take a friend to a friend needed help grocery shopping. So I was like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. So I went out that way. I'll pass our old job. Uh, Mingo and help somebody out with that and then on my way back I was like you know what I'm just going to stay on the highway I'm going to go to my movie theater that I know has been, uh, was going to be playing Josie the Tiger and the Fish an anime movie that Funimation was putting out in theaters only thing was the reason I had waited so long was for whatever reason um, 
Fandango, who were the ones doing the movie tickets online, were not saying what was dubbed and what was subbed. Because the trailers, the posters, everything was saying subbed and dubbed. But it wasn't clarifying on there. And I didn't want to call because it was an excuse to be lazy and procrastinate. But I was already out, so whatever. I drove down there, looked at the ticket boxes, like, okay, so what's subbed, what's dubbed? Because I was originally yesterday going to go get sushi with a friend in the evening. That was another reason I was going to watch it. And But they canceled on me as well, so I was like, okay, well, let's check it out. And no, all three showings this week were all dubbed. There was no sub. So I was like, oh, win for me. Got a ticket. Uh, and it was Casablanca for those who might know what that is here in town. But this is also Mingo and Gallon get an idea of what it is. And Boo. first and foremost, Josie, the tiger, the fish. This is a story about two college-age kids. One is a university student who is trying to go ahead and save money and working multiple jobs to you know, have something for himself when he hopefully gets a, a, a scholarship and a entrance program to Mexico to work with the oceans and work with the fish life there. And uh, he ends up getting a job with a girl who is bound to a wheelchair. So basically, you, we've all kind of seen it, like I reappear more and more here recently, the story about the uh, wheelchair-bound individual who has someone as their caretaker and the mission adventures they have and make a movie out of that. That's, that's another, one of that, another reason for that. But it's, you know, younger kids because Japan and also a love story because Japan, which is fine. I loved it. I really, really did. There was like um, a few minutes in there in the beginning that I was afraid I wasn't going to like because they kind of just jumped to this one cut on there. But no, they, they turned it back and it was, honestly really was great. On, I had nothing bad to say about it except for... Uh, if I can just make one thing clear about this, not so much spoilers, but just so I, I make sure that we're very clear. And Josie the Tiger and the Fish, fuck a bitch, fuck a bitch named May. We hate a bitch named May in this house. Is it May or Mai? It might have been Mai, because I really hated this bitch. I haven't hated a fictional character in animated work in so long. I, I took a fucking name out of my head. Yeah, I think it was Mai. Fuck a bitch named Mai. We hate a bitch named Mai in this house. I don't care about no redemption arcs. Fucker. But, just a quick rundown. But, I, you know, if you want to know the worst thing about it, the absolute worst thing about it was I had to go back to fucking theaters for this. And let me tell y'all, you know, everyone's saying like, oh, I hope you enjoy, you know, not going to theaters, you know, when they close down. I was like, you know what? After the experience I had yesterday, why the fuck not? This is terrible. As someone, you know, I know I talk about my TV every so often. Like, you know, I'm always back and forth myself. Like, I bought a really nice TV as opposed to a really nice chair. I feel like I really need a chair. I'm going to tell you all right now. Fuck going back to the movie theater, especially for animated movies, because that looked like shit. That was such a shitty way to experience an animated movie. The quality was terrible. The colors were terrible. The sound was terrible. The seats were terrible. The fact that I had to, I had to have pants on the whole time was terrible. Because you know what I have to have pants on? <laughs> And I'm watching the movie in my own goddamn house. You know what looks great on my TV? Animated goddamn movies. You want to know why it looks great? Because I can't even tell what the fucking lines are. And also, the theaters have this weird thing going on where, again, standard movie theater, they do squares now. They do curved squares now, which is not a good presentation for a widescreen movie. I think it's still widescreen, but the way it's pushed in... Yeah. Is it, and at, when you sit in the audiences, it looks like it's 4 by 3 And I'm like, why the yeah. fuck would you do this... That mm -hmm. ain't it, Chief. It probably works if you're sitting up front. 
if you're in the very front row and like the reclining chairs, it, it's probably decent. But yeah, if you're anywhere sensible in a movie theater, like line of sight wise, it just makes it four by three. And I'm like, I know this is a widescreen picture. It's just that the middle of it is further away from me. And that doesn't really do anything for me. And it's just so fucking annoying. There's so much real estate around it because you can still see the real estate because it's not a guarantee. Someone's going to do the fucking jobs right and actually dim the goddamn lights. Are you gotta be kidding me? They didn't dim the lights? They did eventually. No, I would ask for my fucking money back. <laughs> there were people taking pictures, people talking. Uh, also, for those who are thinking, oh, well, you, you spend less money there. Okay, you know what? I was there like, fuck it. I got it on me. Let's run the test. So I got some food while I was there. Tickets are about 13-something. In our air, in, in Texas, uh, I know some of you are thinking, uh, you know, you spend it in like uh, 15 or whatever. Yeah, cause our, our tickets, even then, regular pricing like 13. So it's not that much cheaper. Well, I thought, I thought regular pricing right here was like 11. And I thought, no. like, since it was... Well, for, for anime movies, they're a little bit more. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, a regular, like, bog standard movie is about, like, 11 or something. And anime is usually more. Uh, be that premium for limited showings or some shit. No, no, no. Yeah. no. That it, that would be the case, but like in terms of like regular movies, though, I could at the standard movie theaters now, it is mm. that higher pricing in general. Uh, well, it's been 13. two years since I've been to a fucking movie, so. But like, so like we're used to like Draft House, and yet they typically keep their movie tickets lower for the sake of the food they have. They're going to make it back. Yeah, that's, that's kind of yeah. Oh, but I spent like, less on the on the on the on the ticket here. I must spend it on the on... exactly. But so theater I went to, uh, standard Santico's theater, and so they have food there. So they're okay about food. Got two pieces of pizza and a drink. The pieces of pizza were six dollars a piece, and with the drink after that, it came out to twenty. Yeah, it makes sense. I didn't ask for a big drink. I asked no, for some smaller drink, and yeah, that still somehow took me from twelve to twenty. No, but that's the movie th- movie theater thing, right? Is like the the small is whatever is like an exorbitant price, but then the medium and the large are twenty five cents each more expensive. Mm-hmm. So you're like, might as well get the large. Yeah, it, but everything's like, a ripoff. And then there was that, and so yeah, so that was like twenty dollars plus the thirteen dollars I'd spent on the ticket, the little over thirteen dollars spent on tickets. So that comes out to. $32 is some change. I watched Black Widow last week in my home in a fully dark room with Dolby Atmos and in 4K on an OLED screen. You know what that cost me on Disney Plus? $30. I spent more at the theater. And some of you are going to be saying, oh, well, that's why you don't eat at the theater. You go bring your own snacks. And I'm like, oh, so you mean you still spent money on food? It's not at the goddamn theater. That still fucking counts, Jack. Who's Jack? Some bum who lives in the movie theater. This, this, this fucking going movie theater shit was the bums. Wrong answer, Carlos. Jack is the guy from the new Final Fantasy game that looks bad, but apparently plays all right. I was thinking of Jack and Jill. I'm having fun with Jack and Jill is a good movie. I enjoy that deeply. Well, now I don't. Now I'm not so sad that I missed out. Is that did did Funimation say that that was going to get a limited release on the the app too or no? No. Like Demon Slayer. I don't believe so. Oh, wow. I, I believe oh. it was the thing it was like they were they. I don't know if they couldn't work it out or they were told it was not allowed to be done so, but... That's I think, I think, the Demon, I think Demon Slayer is just so popular they had to. Yeah. It's one of those, this has to stream on our app at some point. Yeah. Yeah. They do have on there, and I probably will watch it at some point this week. Um, was it... Not Sunny Boy, but um, there is a limited release movie on Funimation right now. 
It's a it? actually it's a Yowie movie. Um, I know what you're talking about, but like the 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 guy and the author, right? Yes, I believe so. Really? Okay, I thought that one. See, now is I'm getting my on. wires crossed because I think we're also getting the manga for that right now, and that comes out this month or some shit. That is highly possible. Everything is, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, here it is. The Stranger by the Shore. Hmm. That is currently on Funimation. So if you want a movie to go watch this limited release, Stranger by the Shore is on Funimation right now. Have fun with that. But yeah, that was my experience uh, with Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Great movie. Deeply enjoy it. Highly recommend it. Fuck a bitch named May. Or my. It's my. Yeah, it's my. Fuck a bitch named my. Like I said, I pushed her fucking name out of my mind. But the Lord did not intend us to watch movies in a movie theater. The Lord intended us to watch movies in our own home in a dark room with good TVs and no fucking pants. The age of pants is over, and it will not be missed. And with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to some new segments. So we're not going to go too, too deep into any of this. Uh, we're just some basic things on it before we you know keep the ball moving. But starting off, it's going to be some somber news. We need to go ahead and announce the passing of the artist, uh, Kaya Haruka, I believe I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right, Gallant? Kaya Haruka? Kaya Haruka. Kaya Haruka. Thank you. Haruka. Uh, passing away. This was the artist for the misfit of Demon King Academy manga. Uh, in a, a release via um, Square Enix. And this is coming from Rafael Antonio Pendea at Anime News Network. Square Enix announced on Tuesday that manga artist uh, Kaya, Kaya Haruka. Oh, 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 Lord. Kaya Haruka passed away on July 6th. The author's family held a funeral. While Screen announcement did not include a cause of death, Kaya Haruka had been suffering from pancreatic cancer since at least 2019. The manga adaptation light novel series was canceled last week so that they could undergo treatment, but had passed away at the time of the announcement the week prior, on Wednesday, July 7th. Uh, the statement about the cancellation of the manga, they said that while they regret the manga had to end this way, they will treasure their time working on it. Just so we're clear, there's been a bit of miscommunication on there. This is for the manga artist of this series. The creator slash writer is apparently still with us, so we're not sure what that really means for anyone who is wondering about that. Um, hopefully, if you really care about that, I'm sure there will be some statements on there right now, but as always, the more important part would be you know, having our thoughts and love sent to the family and hoping everything is well. Once again, I know what some people might call it odd that we got an announcement of cancellation that was scheduled already after the author had passed, but I still prefer that because the family got to hold a funeral and have their time beforehand. Still, yeah. still a big fan of that. Still a big fan of that. That that's that that's for me is like still the ultimate thing of like that's the best. Like, series ends, okay, that's one thing, but knowing that one of these great authors, their family, had a chance to mourn them privately, always love that. As yeah. a, someone from America, just always love that. Once again, your artists and creators are... Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, like, once again, your artists and creators are humans. Respect them, love them, send something positive their way. Don't be the silent majorities. Speak positivity into the world. Next up, and a announcement for this: uh, Alpha Polis has launched the Alpha Manga app for smartphones. Uh, this article is coming from Alex Mateo at Anime News Network. 
It is as follows. Alpha Polis Co. LTD announced on Thursday it has launched Alpha Manga, a new manga comic service app for iOS and Android devices on Wednesday. The server the service offers English versions of Alpha Polis manga series. Alpha Manga will release with new manga on weekly or monthly schedules. The service offers the first three chapters free, the fourth chapter, and on... Hmm? I'm sorry, what? The fourth chapter and on... Oh, the fourth chapter and on will not be available for free. ANN, Oxford comma. Users can acquire an in-app ticket and spend them to rent new chapters for seven days. Users may also collect free bonus tickets by logging into the app. So I downloaded it. It is live on smartphones. Uh, the selection is very small. We'll see what that means when it grows. There's no upfront free for it so far, but I also haven't really explored enough to need to worry about this whole ticket system. This ticket thing is becoming more and more mentioned in apps as they're going forward, so... We'll see about that. I'm still nervous, but it hasn't been issued just yet. But I haven't been able to experiment with that. But once again, new manga reading app called Alpha Monk, which as well is not a good name for an app, personally. I, I, I just that, that seems stupid. But yeah, Alpha Manga, if you want to experiment with that. And in a follow-up... Actually, no, no, before we get to a follow-up, I want to go ahead and cover... For those wondering, we do have an official coverage as well. It's coming from Anime News Network again, from Rafael Antonio Pendia. This is... Anime Studio UFO Table founder Hikaru Kondo formally indi indicted with evading 137 million yen in taxes. The Special Investigation Department of the Tokyo Police Prosecutor's Office issued a formal indictment on Friday to the Anime Studio UFO Table and UFO Table's, fandle, uh, UFO Table's founder, Representative Director, and President Hikaru Kondo on the charge of violating the Corporation Tax Act and Consumption Tax Act. They allegedly failed to pay 137 million yen, about 1.24 million dollars in taxes. Uh, in a statement on the website on Friday, UFT acknowledges the indictment and gave assurances that the company had already filled a corrective tax return and paid the appropriate amount. Uh, Kyoto News Service reported that the written indictment specified that UFT Table allegedly owes 109 million yen, about 990,000 U.S. dollars, in corporate tax from 2015, 2018, and 20 million yen, about 254,400 dollars in U.S. in consumption tax from September 2014 to August 2018. Previous reports by the Minichi Shimbun newspaper last year claimed that Kondo reportedly hit about 30% of the proceeds from some of your UFF tables animating restaurants in Tokyo and stored them in a private safe at home. The, those reports said that UFF table allegedly owed 139 million yen, about $1.28 million US in taxes at the time while the investigation was developing. So yeah, too long, didn't read, wasn't listening. Uh, UFF table seems to be in the clear from what they're saying in official statements, but the head, uh, Hikaru Kondo, is probably still in some deep, deep shit. So, for those concerned, Yufa Table seems to be fine. It's more this one individual who's at the head of it. And we'll see how that reflects on everything else. And then, final little bits. It's going to be pretty much updates. There's going to be two articles covering MAPA's comments in response to the labor issues we spoke about last week. Uh, the first article we're going to cover is going to be from Kim Morrissey, once again, ANN. MAPA's new studio, Annex, will improve the workplace environment. Get ready for a good laugh. 
<clears throat> photos of Mappa's new studio annex building were publicly released on architectural media site Architecture Photo on Monday. Again, that's the website, Architecture Photo. Okay. According to the architects, the desk materials and the open space of the lounge were designed with the intention to improve workplace environment. Um, the lack of skilled animators has been worsening lately, the note explained. One of the various causes is because skilled people and the anime and games industry have instead been going to China, which is in a good economic position. In order to secure, to secure skilled talent, the workplace environment has to improve. To that end, we focused on using wood with warmth from the desk, because apparently cold desks were a thing before, and creating an open space lounge where people can refresh themselves in the future. We are thinking of gathering all the Annex Studios for this production company into one big site along with the oh, along the Chuo line. We will create an animator's village brimming with nature and establish it alongside a shop and cafe that fans can also visit. Because if there's one thing animators who haven't seen their apartment in over a week want, it's the fans to be there watching them work through their window. By the way, the lounge area looks very, very pretty. If you ever worked in a call center, yeah, they have windows. That's why they mean brimming with life. They have windows so you can see the convenience store across the street. Bro, pay people. Speaking of which... And let them go home. The building was designed by Key Operation Inc., and its CEO, Okira Koyama, Ryu Nakima, who is directing the Chainsaw Man anime in MAPPA, tweeted, We are making Chainsaw Man here. It's close to the station and convenience stores, and its interior is nice as well. If you're a young, motivated digital animator, I encourage you to work with us if you've got the interest, depending on whether we're able to prepare things for them. I'm thinking of proactively re reaching out to students and newcomers and people with ex without experience yet in the future. So if you're interested, by all means, reach out. So once again, if you're a young student with no experience on how things should work, they're going to entice you with a goddamn Easy Mart across the street. So that was but the good article. Drink, That's the good article? That's the good article. Let's go ahead and now move on to MAPPA comments on animator pay rates in statement. From Rafael Antonio Pendea, also from Anime News Network, it goes as follows. Maha released a statement on Wednesday afternoon to address the recent discussions about one of the company's as-yet unannounced productions, saying that the information has been shared and discussed in ways that invite misunderstanding. MAPPA claimed that it has never offered unreasonable compensation to creators, a term used in this context to refer to anime's creative staff, including animators, but offered rates that are fair relative to the budget of the project. <clears throat> First red flag. Whether in current or past projects, it is also claimed that it has never forced or coerced creators to work. Second red flag. Animator E.P. Ichi asserted earlier this month that MAPPA was offering severely low rates for animators to the company working on a Netflix anime, with a MAPPA producer supposedly offering 3,800 yen, about $34 US per cut. Ichi laid the blame on Netflix for such low rates, saying that for all the exorbitant amount of capital of Netflix, it's a problem that we've started to place orders with such low rates. There is possibly that the prices are even lower than a TV series. Each noted that the unit price per cut for television animated tends to be 3,800 to 7,000 yen. 
However, MAPPA said in the statement on Wednesday that the anime was not a project ordered by a major platform, but the latest work in an existing TV series and one which is already planning, one which it was already planning. MAPPA offered the upcoming anime for distribution to a major platform with production beginning after the sale price and then the budget of the show was finalized. So effectively, uh, this is all probably true. And it would probably was Netflix they were negotiating with, but they really, 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 really don't want Daddy Morbucks to not pay them. So what I'm hearing is this is probably whatever the second season for Jujutsu Kaisen looks like. If it was free market before, I actually don't know that. I have to fact check that. But if it was free market um, network before and they are looking to have Netflix actually buy into it, entirely possible. Also, they could just be straight up lying. They could be lying, yeah. That that's plain, true. plain and simple. Because I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this right now, and you know, it was a Google Translate, so it's not perfect. But I did read the official statement, and um, for those that were confused by the way that I was reading that just now, I understand. I can't have some issues here and there. Uh, I still made more sense than that did, even if that was actually translated in English by a interpreter. So yeah, the response is a, you know, there's there's stuff from. Apparently, poor anime studios, which they are seemingly admitting to right now, is to upgrade them to have wood that conducts warmth. I didn't know there was wood that does not do this. <laughs> I mean, and no, it's a, probably the difference between wood and plastic, right? Like, that's that's the thing. They're like, oh, we have wooden desks. You know, that warm easy instead of, you know, the normal plastic desks that you deal with. <laughs> Both catch on fire. <laughs> at oh. least wood will just burn you and it won't melt to your skin and horribly disfigure you for the rest of your life Packs. I mean the burning you will probably still disfigure you but dude I don't know this is so bad I've loved so, so many MAPPA productions and it's just like okay well I guess I have to like not gonna like not supporting the shows or whatever aren't isn't going to like not help the animators or anything mm-hmm. or isn't going to like you know make a difference for them but like, okay, well, now I know not to tote them for anything they do because it seems like it all ends up with an extremely high human cost and they don't want to... I mean, this is how you make a name for yourself, right? You get good work out of people for little pay and then you become a big name. Okay, before I go on my next thought, just to finish the, the original thought of... Yeah, so their uh, response to a news story breaking about uh, poor wages and poor work environment because there was an article, once again, we did not get to cover... Uh, effectively when it first came out but a few months ago there was an article about a former MAPA director stating that the reason they left the MAPA offices because it was a um, what was the exact words they used a production line environment thank you Ford yeah <laughs> and effectively the response to that was to say hey we have people designing desks that conduct warmth for you now because apparently it did not before our lounge area now has a window and we're across the street from a convenience store i understand for those that are about to say it that you know convenience stores in japan actually do have good food for the most part compared to what we have here in america it's still a fucking convenience store you goddamn chode whoa 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 hold up we're about to get taken off of apple podcasts we're not even on there yet, so I'll worry about it when we're on there. Like, there isn't really much of discussion to have here other than what the fuck. Like, okay. And this all ties into the story we were having, talking about last week and even a few weeks ago of... 
uh, big in the industry again, and why it likely was Netflix. But a big thing is happening, and this is kind of go into your uh, little bit of a story earlier, Mingo, because uh, you weren't here last week. But effectively, the reason why things like um, third-party work or what was the official word they were saying, the keyword they outsourcing. used, outsourcing, is because streaming services like Netflix, like Crunchyroll, like Funimation, things of that nature, are all wanting to go ahead and get some kind of ownership for these series themselves. So they're effectively putting in orders for these series, and what's happening is animators on production teams are being told, okay, we're going to pay you less because we're planning to go ahead and give you so much work over time. You don't need higher wages. You'll have that much work to make up for it. And what happens with that is less time to work, more need for outsourcing. And when things like what happened with uh, the spy so I'm a spider, so what, where the outsourcing group falls apart, it becomes a situation where, oh, that's just not usable. And the production team who was not supposed to be doing that work has to remake everything from scratch because there's literally no other way to make it. Yeah. So once again, say something nice to your creators, people. Please, just oh. any, anything nice. And be aware of this. No, no, can't stop you from watching it because, you know, that wouldn't really help anything because it's already been made, absolutely. But be aware this is a thing. Be aware of the fact that this is just a, a growing issue more and more and more to the point of, like, just not wanting to admit to it. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I cannot, if it, it, this is in America, so many of you have worked in call centers. They're effectively advertising the call center has windows to the outside. Instead of vending machines inside the building, you can go to a really nice convenience store next door. I, I never in a thought... call center that had its own convenience store. Same. Pardon me while I blow my brains out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there, but like also, that didn't fucking help my I, life. I, I'm going to say, I mean, no, it's, it's a fair thing. Anyone who works in a call center knows that mental health is a very serious issue. So that's just call center work, which is still pretty bad. But then just imagine it's like it's just there's no winning with the stories, people. Please be aware of this. This is not a call to boycott, but be aware. I, and I mean, this is the, this is the thing. Like I I understand like in a vacuum, I understand like like, and this is it is a valid point to have. Like uh, this is my anxiety speaking, but Mingo, I'm not trying to call you out, but I. I get that, like the that your feelings on on like the the end of you know, so I'm a spider, so what? We're subpar and stuff like that. But like, you you gotta understand that like that this all goes like the the subpar work that you got and the delay that that everyone got was due to probably poor management. And 100% due to people just not being paid enough in a decent enough time. So you end up with work that, you know, is they did what they had to do to get paid. And they, it's just like, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, you get what you pay for. And it turns out if you just try and keep, if you just keep trying to squeeze blood from a stone, you're going to get dust. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just the, the whole see, thing. That's, that's the, thing, the industry though. forever, though. See, but, like, the thing is, is this, though. It doesn't... Granted, yes, it... Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to shit on the studio itself, you know? I'm not going to talk shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, look, if that's what we got... But not only with that, though. It's throughout the whole series. They should have chose one or the other, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I understand that on a, on a no. fundamental level, your your complaint is they, they should do one or the other. But also, no, like... Not just on that, but, like, in the sense of, like, look, 
they um it suffered it really did suffer through all that and i understand yeah. that there were there's shit that went went down that created that yeah but, but also the, the the impetus of 3d animation is it's cheaper well not it's like the thing. not just that though is that what i'm saying is is that the opinion is still going to get created you know what i mean yeah yeah because the, like, like the use of 3d was not artistic choice it was a choice to yeah. keep the work flowing because their goal right now is to keep things going. It's still not a good choice because they did not make that as an artistic choice. They made it for the sake of it's going to keep the work flowing. It's going to get the project done. Like the reason you got that is because they didn't care how the product turned out. They cared that they believed the product would get done. And that was it. Yeah. That was their focus to keep the funds rolling because without the projects rolling, the funds don't come in. It's cheaper to get, yeah. get this cut in 3D animation than do it in 2D. I guess we're just going to do it this way. And so the show, also, the show I ain't a producer on that, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, folks. Love what you love. Understand that everything you love is compromised. And with that, we're going to move on to catalog updates. Because if we don't, it's just not the spiral's not going to end. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it goes, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for catalog updates, Funimation, uh, we just have one here. Saints Magic Power is on Omnipotent. Uh, they're adding the dub. And then uh, Crunchyroll, we're getting Nighthead 2041. Uh, the Great J will not be defeated. Is that, uh, is that right, Carlos? Seems that way, yeah. I, I went looking for the pronunciation, and it seems to be the right way, because that's the English title for it that is official, but I haven't seen... I thought it was I, the I, Great I, Detective will not be defeated or some shit. That's what I'm looking for, too, but that is the actually official English translation for it in terms of like, what they're going to be titling it on Crunchyroll. And they're still saying J, so. Weird. Okay, I read that and I was like, I was ready for this. I'm not ready for this. This is not what I've read 30 times. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. They're yeah. using the name, though. Okay, uh, Crunchyroll, as well as uh, Theater of Darkness Night. I will say uh, the asterisk for that. That is a horror anthology. Mm -hmm. There was another name for it. I tried checking it. It wasn't very clear on what is going on. It seemed like, though... If you are aware of this horror anthology that's ongoing, uh, Theater of Darkness Ninth is the actual creation name, but there is no maybe maybe Google name that and Google it with Crunchyroll to figure out what's going on there. Yeah, like it wasn't very clear name, but let's go on. Okay, and then we have oh Jesus fucking Christ! All right, now this is an anime name. <laughs> we got D side Tramere the animation. And that is D underscore C I D E T R A U M E R E I the animation, which damn I haven't seen a name like that in forever. This shit takes me back. And then uh, Netflix has added uh, or will add on September 10th, uh, Pokemon Master Journeys on the 10th. Spriggan seems to be delayed until 2022. And then uh, Baki Hanama is being added in the fall. I'm guessing that's Baki the Grappler? Or yeah, no? the, 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 30th, the 30th anniversary celebration project. It will be on Netflix, and their official title is Baki Hanma. Okay, yeah, that makes sense then. I was like, wait, I still need to maybe check out Baki on Netflix. Right, I hear good things about it, but just haven't like committed just yet. But we'll see. It's not too bad. Like, if I would say it's on par with like watching Records of Ragnarok. It's nothing like you're you're what you're you know what you're watching it for. You're not watching it for 
anything other than violence. Violence and men who are ripped beyond uh, Greek god depictions uh, committing said violence. Also, weird, uh, weird and funny that like um, Baki the Grappler's anime and um, the author's daughter's show, uh, B Stars, oh, yeah. is free, mm-hmm. are both on Netflix. It's very funny. It's a package deal. I was going to say, yeah, when, when dad's got very, the hookup. Very much is. Apparently, Beastar Season 2 comes out, the fuck is today? Tomorrow. The 15th? Am I wrong about that? Well, we had to have covered that. We had to. I know I would have put that out there. must have? Now I'm going to be second ask myself. Whatever. I'm, I'm just, sure we said I'm, it. I'm sure we said it. If not, now you know. Apparently, it's coming out tomorrow. Actually, let me check this yeah, right now. Ju- July fifteenth, one hundred percent. It comes out tomorrow. All right. Cool, cool, cool. We probably we we covered it when it was announced. I just you know, if you're listening, actually, if you're listening to this Thursday, Thursday, July the fifteenth, when this podcast goes up, it'll be on Netflix. I forgot that that was my shtick. Mm-hmm. It, it, it won't stick. Uh, moving on to new announcements. When will Amiyu make his move? Reveals a July twenty two. I'm sorry, July twenty twenty two debut. Isekai Quartet series is getting a film in 2022. Kori Utsusan in the Superhuman Research and Development Department. Kamine Manga is getting an anime. No announcement for when it will be just yet, but it is being announced. Vinland Saga anime gets a second season officially. Thank God. Apparently it will be a crunchy roll from what I could tell. And man, let's go Farmland Farmland Simulator. Uh, Let's see here. Selection project idle and because it was with um it was with the uh, Amazon. Amazon first. Wow. But that service Amazon. no longer exists, so Oh shit. Exactly. Also, I believe I said this, but when they announced the actual uh collection, they did finally announce that the collection that is being made available purchase in the coming mm-hmm. month uh will have an English dub as well. So now that it's out of Amazon's hands, it's getting some real work being done in there. Awesome. Just in time for a lot, a lot of farming. A lot, a lot of farming. Uh, Selection Project Idol anime reveals October debut. Yu Morikawa's, or Morikawa, I might need you to help me here. Yu Mora, Morikawa? Hold on, I'm scrolling to make sure I get this right. Uh, okay, so it's, you got you right. Uh, Muraoka. Mo- Yu Muraoka Moipon High School Judo Manga gets an anime. I went looking for an English name. There was not one. That's why that happened right there. Just so we're clear. But, well, um, Yumoroka is probably the character's name. So even in English, it's probably <laughs> the same thing first. You'd be boned either way. Actually, um, whenever they... I can't tell an Oxford comma. God! No, wait a minute. Uh, oh, that might be the author. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's so the author. Wait, you'd they still be boned either way. All right, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Sentai Filmworks has officially licensed the Mother of the Goddesses Dormitory. They will be handling both streaming services and home release in the future. The Penguin Drum Anime Compilation Project is is officially announced as two films in 2022. Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 2045 Season 1 is getting a compilation film. Did I get that wrong? Let me double check this. It's saying 20... I put down 2021, but I don't believe that. I have to be getting that wrong. I have to be getting that wrong. Let me see here. No, this year. Okay, yeah. And sometime this year in Japan, uh, they will have a compilation film. So hopefully that means that series is not dead, and I will get my second season at some point in the future. But let's go. Uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 is delayed until next April. Boo fucking who. Uh, G-Kids licenses Miyu... Uh, oh, um, I'm sorry. 
Uh, Hayao Mizaki's future boy Conan anime. You see here, not that Mizaki or Miyazaki. Uh, this one isn't really an announcement. I was gonna make normal, but like there was a there was a demo shown recently of a Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles game. It was showing the Suzumi Mansion, and I just want people to know about it because I see a lot of like hardcore Demon Slayer fans trying to shove this game down people's throats without really getting the context of what this game is. Just so people who are into these things know, this game is in fact a reskinned naruto ninja storm game the reason they didn't have all the like health bars and whatnot in the video is to mask that but please be aware when you buy this game there's no announced dlc for it in the future and the adventure mode is just a seemingly hudless naruto ultimate ninja storm like ninja storm 3 where you had the whole war arc where the really shitty action adventure like free roam combat and that's what that is but just so we're clear because I see that getting pushed on people's throats a lot without really saying what it is. It is just a Ninja Storm clone. And that's your thing? Awesome. Great. I love those games too. But just so we're clear on what that is. Love and Kill reveals a 2022 premiere. Sony Pictures to stream the 2003 Astro Boy anime on its YouTube channel. Mirage Queen anime Cirque Novel, or Cirque Novel is getting a theatrical OVA in 2022. This is a more for people like we don't really talk about mobile phone games things of that nature but just everyone knows like there was news about full metal alchemist recently it's a smartphone game and the creator is launching a new manga in the future around a archer that's what it was there is no official new full metal alchemist project it's a mobile phone game and the creator announced a, a new, new manga. manga yeah so that, that's that what it was exactly uh, this was a little confusing. And for the last announcement, Comic Key service to release eight Shogaku Khan manga in English digitally. They're making this sound like a mobile app. I reread the article multiple times. I went looking for it online. I don't see an app named Comic Key. But they are also distributors. So I don't know if that means that they're going to be releasing their manga digitally for groups like the, you know, the more recent manga apps we've been talking about and show them they're available or if there's an app in development the article isn't actually very clear about that but just so we're aware that that would be for things in the alike of uh battle in five seconds after meeting happy hair and making with the mightiest orc i'm a demon lord i got remarried to the mother of a hero so she becomes my daughter-in-law killer in love okay hold on that's like the best premise i've ever heard for real I'm a demon lord. I got remarried to the mother of a hero, so she becomes my daughter-in-law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That Killer. sounds fucking great. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. No, no I, I, I understand. I understand. Uh, the strongest <laughs> savior, second chance. Don't triple X with teachers. I'm not even lying. It's the name. Don't XXX with teachers. Exclamation point. Killer vamp. And that's it. So, yeah. Like I said, I wish I could give you more on that. I don't know what the fuck they actually plan to announce this. But yeah, that that's apparently happening. Keep an eye on that for that. Super Robot Wars. And I'm sorry, moving on to new dates. First up, Super Robot Wars 30th unveils an October 28th launch. I was going to do a whole little thing about the fact that it is going to have English subtitles and the Switch is not region locked. But they also announced, same time, there will be a release 
a Western release for it. So, yeah. Enjoy. We all get to play crazy fucking mechs. Fuck yeah. Uh, Discotech has announced Blu-ray releases for September 28th. So all this is going to be coming out September 28th on Blu-ray. Case Closed, The Darkest Nightmare, Super Dimension, Century Orgus, Fatal Fury, The OVA Collection, City Hunter 2, The Second Set, and Galaxy Cyclone Breger. And that's it for new dates. Actually, very small this week. I, there were so many announcements that no one felt like putting a date on anything. Huzzah. Uh, required reading this week. Just a little bit of fun ones on here. If you ever wondered what it was like to go ahead and get sequels greenlit in the anime industry, uh, ANN does have a story called Anime Producer Explains the Business of Greenlighting Sequels by Kim Morrissey. Good one. It's a short read. Get a video as well if you actually understand Japanese. But it's a nice little story about, you know, how what are ways to go ahead and get your favorite series greenlit again and how that choice is made. So try and enjoy that. Another little read um, from ANN of Crunchyroll Market Research. Only 6% of Gen Z does not know what anime is. Uh, this is a market researcher who went ahead and actually announced that with their actual polling and statistics showing that Gen Z, only about 6% of them do not know what anime is. So that's pretty cool. It's a nice little, it's a short read just to give you some more context on it, but it's kind of just cool to hear. It's really that big. And lastly, I mean, you, got, you got to think of all the people that like have parents that grew up and knew what anime was to some degree, right? So, or still have their figures. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and hey, if then, I was married, I would still have my fucking figures, and it's quite a bit of them. I've seen them; they're, they're worth displaying. Uh, let me see here. And lastly, never get married to someone who t- makes you throw away your figures. Not worth it. Or sell them because no one wants to buy that. I'm lucky, Julia. <laughs> Julie's really down with the the anime figures and pops and shit. Hell yeah. And the last required reading. This is a long one. This is a very long one. But if you just want to read a story about some absolute clownage, buffoonery bullshit, this is a story from ANN. This is done by both Kim Morrissey and Lindsay Loveridge. Anime industry professionals criticize anime tube Kickstarter as total scam. Hold on. Are you sneezing? I mute my mic and I, my sneeze dies. Okay, sure, whatever. Once again, that title is Anime Industry Professionals Criticize Anime Tube Kickstarter as a Total Scam. Effectively, this is a long end story of this group tried to say, open up a Kickstarter saying, hey, back our project and we're going to announce all these different animes on there for one low, low price without you having to get all these different subscriptions. And, of course, I don't that even know is what that means. Do. Yeah. Well, let me see here. Let's see here. The campaign... Well, I'll do a small insert of this. Since its launch on Tuesday, a Kickstarter campaign has earned over 110,000 US dollars in pledges from an anime streaming app called AnimeTube. The campaign promises to deliver free anime on demand and claims it will fix the shortcomings of existing official services, including their limited libraries. However, various industry professionals have criticized the Kickstarter, calling its promise unrealistic. Yeah. See here. Is it only now, free if you put into it? or I would say go read the Kickstarter to get the official promises they're making on there, but effectively, they announced this as something that is in no way in hell happening because it's impossible to go ahead and do. And they actually had license holders commenting and recording to them 
on Twitter saying, why is my con why is my license up there? You don't have permission to use that. Incredible. I so mean, what, what you think? this is what the thing. I'm is... so surprised we we are this far into Kickstarter and there haven't been more blatant upfront scams. What, what I'm trying to figure out is 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 this like supposed to be legal kiss anime? Effectively, yeah. Like that that's that's the layman's term, right? That's what we're gonna say is that it's that's what they that were promising. They got shut down real quick. Well, not real quick, but they got criticized by actual license holders real quick. But yeah, that's kind of what they were promising. That they will make all anime free. There's no way in hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's not, not, not workable and true at all. But if you want us to have a really good laugh, I suggest that article. It's hilarious to read the buffoonery of all industry professionals kind of just like... Uh, teabagging this group of like no that's entirely impossible that's not how that works uh she here uh as quoted by one person my favorite thing about this kickstarter is that they claim they have a lead on licensing stuff because they had a meeting with aja aja is not a licensing organization they're a trade group they represent the contractor studios hmm so, yeah, have fun with that. What I did find interesting, though, as a quick note on there, is that they did go ahead and state, by I believe it was Justin Savekis tweeted, they're about a decade too late to the business model and competing with Netflix, Warner Media, NBC Universal, hell, even Disney has been sniffing for anime streaming rights. So, in the future, as we mentioned months ago, you may be seeing anime on Disney Plus. I told but, you. Yeah. Did not call it, did not call it. But yeah, this if you want a good laugh and some buffoonery, there you go. There you fucking go. Alright, and with that, folks, we're going to go ahead and close out for the night. Thank you all for joining us. Appreciate you, as always. Once again, mop up, pay your goddamn people. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still on that. I'm still on that, personally. No, me but, too. It's uh, that's, some, that's some high corporate-ass bullshit. We're a nice place to be. Bitch, it's work. You know, I be here. You know what that makes me think of? Uh, there was a meme out where it shows like a dude drowning and it's like, you're hard workers. And then it was like uh, a manager giving him a high five and it's saying pizza party. Oh yes, it was. It's the it's the it's the hand reaching for help, drowning in the ocean, and then it's another hand reaching out, and then it's just a high five and letting them drown. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the meme. Damn, I want a pizza party now. Okay, so but if I can say one good thing about the job that I used to work at, I pulled a double because they were like free pizza all day, and I was like, you know what? If I can work and not have to worry about food. I do that and I did and it was the only time I've ever worked overtime you know, I mean I was there for the same thing so yeah fair if you ever seen grandma's boy there's a scene where like the grandma like they all find out like the grandma was a whore and not grandma uh, beer fest and um I was about to say hold on this yeah. isn't Laura Croft no the, the, um, and she and she turns to the so, so one of the 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 guy who called, and she goes, we're all whores in some sort of ways. She was right. All right, folks, have a good night. We'll see you next week. We're whores for pizza. Subscribe. Remember, remember to turn the boot. Also, you can uh, put pop tarts in the toaster. Okay, we're leaving. Bye.